Well then, Maureen, we're back. We're back. We're back. Uh, well, we were back before, weren't we? We were. We, we're back with <laughs> exactly the same podcast that we did record uh, in September um, on the seventeenth, I believe. Or was it? Yes. And it and it just, disappeared. It never saved. <laughs> what I think is interesting is that Garage Band did save Droughtlander episode twelve, which this is, uh, but didn't save the contents of it. Now, do you think that was them? Making some kind of comment. I was just saying, I'll save, I'll save the title of this, but frankly, the contents are too, are too dodge. So I won't save the contents, and that was that. So we are planning to save this one, though, aren't we, Jen? Oh God, I don't know. Technology's <laughs> against me at the moment. I don't, I don't, I can't promise that this will ever see the light of day. I mean, you might hear it, Maureen. <laughs> I mean, we played back the other we one to make sure all of it. But we, well, we played, played it back. Played back and went just, just added music to it. I put music on. I saved it. You saw me save I it. I saw you save it. And then, and then my laptop <laughs> went nah, nah. And then we haven't been able to meet, have we? No. I've been ill. Ill, and she's been busy as well. Uh, I've been busy. I've been very busy. And I was on holiday. And you were on holiday. With Claire. Hello, Claire. She listens in. Oh, Claire, hi. She doesn't watch Outlander, but she listens in. No, we've got a few people who don't watch Outlander <laughs> that listen to this podcast. I mean, we have talked about this before, and I do question the, the sanity, sanity. <laughs> of that decision. I mean, I don't know what you get from it. I mean, just Maureen and I wittering on about a show you've never seen and have no intention of ever watching. And obviously don't understand the in-depth analysis of the... Oh, uh, the in-depth analysis, of which there will be plenty <laughs> in this particular episode. Um, sadly, um, I don't. I have absolutely no recollection of what happened it's in these two fate. episodes. It's the one where she loses the baby. Oh, right. Yeah, it's upbeat. Okay. Yeah. And, and in fact, this one is a really not an upbeat no. episode at all. No. It's all about... It's all about uh, loss and love. And... So this is... Uh, the ep- this is episode seven... Of season of, two. Of season two. In case you're wondering, episode 12 of Droughtlander, how is this working? Because we did episode series one. In case you're just listening to this episode for, <laughs> for a reason which is beyond uh, <laughs> mine or, or Maureen's understanding. Anyway, let's get on with it, Maureen. Come on. Well, basically, uh, Claire loses the baby and she's very angry with an absent Jamie who's stuck in the Bastille for fighting. Do you remember there was a big fight? Oh, yes. So at a dinner party and there was a big fight. Jamie has is in the Bastille for fighting oh, no, that's Blackjack. Not... Yeah, I got that bit wrong. Yeah, he's, no, he's in the Bastille for fighting Blackjack Randall. Yeah, he's in the... For a duel. For, because he agreed to a duel and um, Claire's very cross with him, but she doesn't know why. Because he promised that he wouldn't fight. yes. And then he did. Right. And then he did. So she's just furious. And we don't know why he did no, at this we point. think we do, but no, we, we don't. You, oh, yes, that's right. We think we do, but we don't. And we don't. And we don't. But we think we, we do. We, that Claire, we think we do. And it, So are we ang- cross? I'm not that cross. I'm like, yeah, why would you ask a guy not to do that? Of course, he's been that guy. But Claire feels like, you know, he he chose his, his, his need for revenge over, you know... The, her, her need to her, save her future husband. Uh, yeah, and over her welfare and basically... And of course... Kirk chasing over to the jewel had bought on the probably bought on the miscarriage. That's how right. she feels. So she's really angry and there's a big sense of loss and she and Jamie's in prison, so she can't get Jamie out of prison. And this bit is quite sad. Trigger warning, anyone who doesn't want to talk about dead babies. Um because there is one. That's I found that really quite difficult. I thought Katrina could I mean she's a great actress anyway, but I thought her acting in here was amazing. I'm not no, a massive. Oh, I think she's. Fine. Am I allowed to say that? But you are allowed to she's say it. She's quite screechy. You think? Oh, Jamie. <laughs> That's what she sounds like to me. Oh, okay. But saying that, Perhaps you might need to check the volume on your. 
I mean, sometimes I have the volume on mute when she's talking, and I can still hear her. Oh, I thought she was fantastic. At, no, she was fantastic. At, I thought she was fantastic. No, I, 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 well, that's what I was going to catch that by saying I thought she was brilliant in this bit. Yeah, particularly at the end, because you only what you you don't see what she's she actually went through the loss until towards the end of the of this episode episode when she's talking to Jamie, and it's just heartrending. That moment when you you know she um, you see that she's she's lost a babe and she won't let the baby go. Yeah, um, it's very uh, moving. Anyway, what's but, next? But what's next is that we find out the real reason why Jamie fought Black Jack, and it isn't what we thought. It is because well, because uh, the young uh, boy called, called Fergus, Fergus, whose name I always forget, but is, they've called him Fergus. Obviously, it's not Fergus. He's got a French name. Uh, he has snuck, he sneaked into the uh, bedroom of a British officer. In a, looking to, in a brothel. In a brothel. He was with Jamie. He was with Jamie. He's with Jamie, uh, looking to do a bit of thieving. And uh, he gets caught. And, and it turns out that the officer who he's trying to do a bit of thieving is Black Jack Randall, who thinks that this, is, he, this isn't what he's ordered. But he's kind of on the menu. But he's like, mm, okay, I could go with the boy. And, of course, Fergus is like, oh, hang on, I'm not on the menu. And then, again, trigger warning. Uh, this is There's a lot of stuff about assault and... Yeah, there's a lot of sexual violence. Sexual violence in this yeah. episode. So if anything like this makes you feel uncomfortable, please just switch this off and just tune into the next one. Uh, or fast forward it ten minutes till we get to the next episode. Um, he uh, basically starts to rape... At Fergus, mm -hmm. and who should walk in but Jamie, who obviously is furious and um, well, basically beats the shit out of uh, and beats Black the Jack shit out of him and, and threatens and says, "Right, we're having a duel." Yeah, because he sees him raping a boy that he considers looks to like his son. I mean, I think even if it'd been no, it, it, it didn't matter. Just, yeah. yeah, he would have just he would have been it's furious. Like, what kind of monster are you? And uh, so that's it. It's like we're, I'm, I'm going to kill you. And so he 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 um, challenges Blackjack to a duel. Randall to a jewel, of which he accepts. And then I cannot remember what happens, Maureen. <laughs> the, well, the police come and stop it. The gendarmes come and stop it. So Claire now realises... Yes, but she... But she Because it's Fergus tells, eventually tells her what happened. Yes, and then she rushes to go to the jewel. So she sees it. Yeah, she goes, she sees the jewel. Yeah. But she didn't know... She never knew what the reason was until Fergus breaks down and, and tells her. So now she realises that Jamie... Jamie oh, fought. yeah, that happened in the other episode. Yes. Oh, sorry. So it was all a long while ago since we've been watching. And so she realises why Jamie fought the duel. And now she's really determined. You know, Claire's a woman with a plan. She's always got a plan. She's always got... Some of the plans are terrible. <laughs> but she's always got one. Uh, she's determined now to get Jamie out. So luckily she talks to uh, Mother Hildegard, who happens to be a... Oh, who happens to be big old pals with the King of France. Godparent of... Godchild of whatever. And she goes, well, the King will help you, but you will have to sleep with him probably. And Claire goes, fine. She'll yeah, do it. so she goes, but doesn't he expect something else from her? Yeah, they do all that witchy stuff. You know, when they go into that big room with the... Oh, oh, do you remember that? She's Louise with the... Um, Comte, Comte, Comte de Saint-Germain Saint and, and the guy that... Um, Maître Raymond. Maître Raymond, that's right. Oh, right, so she goes to see the king and he's like... Uh, and he knows that she's a, a white, white witch. witch. And uh, so he's like, you want something from me, so I want something from you. And then leads her into this kind of like freakishly weird... Kind of lit, witchy room, yeah. Witchy kind of sorcery magic room. I mean, I'm not explaining it very well, but it's kind, <laughs> of a, it's kind of a room you'd expect someone to be sacrificing a sheep in. And who should be in there but the Comte de Saint-Germain and... Um, Maître Raymond. Maître Raymond, who she's told they are going to be executed for practising black magic. She's got to decide which is... 
And she's got to decide which is which is the one that is going to get it in the neck. Yeah. And to cut a long story short... Um... Well, we all know who gets it. It's <laughs> got so I mean, dramatic. I mean, it's not like... Oh, who should I murder? Oh, this is a well, what happens one. is actually she doesn't murder because Raymond, who's got a very good slate of hand, he actually they've got to drink some drink and um, and if they survive it, and, and basically it's a drink that um, Claire has created. We disagreed about this last time. Okay, I thought it was something that she created that would mean that they would get sick but not die. Okay, uh, and then the uh, guy, the the little um, apothecary. He drinks it or pretends to drink it and then slips in some poison uh, at the same time. And we know it's poison because Claire's got this necklace which turns... A certain colour when there's poison around. And so Comte knows he's going to die. And the Comte sees that the, the necklace has changed colour and is like, well, I, you know, you're you murdering me, I'm going to die. And we all go, oh, boo-hoo, and he dies and no one cares. <laughs> yeah, that's basically... I mean, literally, <laughs> no, one no one cares. No one goes, oh, that seems a bit unfair. All like, good, good. psycho. <laughs> So anyway, then Claire's have sex with the king. Oh right, but just he like, still has to have sex with the king, which he just sticks it in about three times and then finishes, doesn't he? Well, one, he's very accurate with it, which makes me think it must be small. <laughs> um, I mean, like they always do that in sex scenes, don't they? Where I mean, and I'm a, as a gay woman, I'm not au fait with what you know really is going on. But I'm I, a straight woman, and I'm no longer au fait with what's going. on. Well, I mean, I understand you've got to aim it, haven't you? And then you've got to put it in. I mean, imagine it can't be that much dissimilar to you know. It's like when you stick a and tampon up. You're not just going to be. She wouldn't have been very moist. No, she'd she have been dry as a bone. And but anyway, anyway just... <laughs> the idea we get the idea that not only is she not really sure that it's in, but he finishes. So it's kind of like she doesn't need to. Be I don't moist. even think he really wants to have sex with her. I think he just feels like he's got to have, like you know, that's the price that's got to be paid. He's got to stick it in. Well, anyway, he stuck it in, and then he's like, and then, like, and then uh, that's it, and she it's over. She nicks an orange. Good for you, Claire. Does she? Can yeah, I... she nicks an orange on the way out. Well, I mean, what's it? How? I don't know. Oh, why do you remember that? Because I've watched it about forty times. <laughs> I mean, now Maureen's at the detail level where she notices things like that. I do know continuity errors and notice things like that now. I mean, the amount of times Maureen has wrote, written to the Outlander producers about continuity errors. I have not. Just, but I to, could say, start, just um, to say that in the long shot. Anyway, no, I haven't done that. But I could start doing that. Um, so anyway, Jamie gets out and, um, oh God, that beard, that beard that Jamie's got in that episode looks a bit... The beard? It's just... Does he have a beard? Yeah, he can't, you really can't remember. He's got that bright red beard. Oh, God, yeah, he looks a bit like... It looks awful. It just, I don't know, it just looks a bit... You know like Lenny Henry when he used to do that character with the ginger beard? <laughs> yes, he looks exactly okay. like Lenny Henry. <laughs> he looks a little bit like that. And, of course, James doesn't even know whether it's a boy or a girl. Claire is seemingly fuming at him. And, um, you know, as he quite rightly... He hardly speaks. He just goes, you know, it's my child too. It was my child too. And um, Claire admits that she doesn't. She no longer blames Jamie, but she blames herself. Does she say that? Yeah, because she says, you know. It was, oh yeah. Because it's her fault that she asked him to do. I should never asked that of you. You, yeah, so, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I've done that. We now no longer have, um, you know, faith. And then you see this very moving acting from Katrina about where she's. You see her holding the dead baby and singing and refusing to let it go. Yeah, and then that's a friend of hers. Well, we say friend, but she Louise. kind of is a friend. She's, she's nice. From the court, you know, the one that's always... Uh, the one that had the affair with Bonnie Prince Charlie. Yeah. Uh, she is the one that manages to tell, uh, persuade Claire... To let the baby go. And that's the last we ever see of her, isn't it? Yeah, we never see her again. We never see her again. That's it. That's it. Well, she's you never gone. know with Outlander. She might turn up in season five or something. But um, Claire wonders now whether they can, you know, whether they've still got a relationship together. And uh, 
Jamie thinks, you know, all we the only way that we can survive this is by staying together. And she goes, take me back to Scotland. And take goes, me back to Bonnie, Scotland. And that's when this show picks up again. Yes, that is true. <laughs> the whole of the French bit has been just tedious. I've just been like, oh, God, I don't care. I'm bored, bored, bored. It took me like, I don't know, three or four months to watch this many episodes because I was just couldn't be bothered. It does get better until it gets back to Scotland. And Maureen kept saying to me, when they get back to Scotland, it gets and I was so like, much better. Yeah, but when are they going to bloody well get back to Scotland? We're seven episodes in and we're still in France. Anyway, is that that episode over? That's that. Well, you see them at the, at the grave, which uh, there was a continuous error. I was point this out, but I think they might have changed it now because the baby dies in 1744, but when, when they arrived in France, in episode one, it, they'd put it down as 1745, so they've actually gone back in time. They've gone back in time. Well, that I mean, was a bit of a mistake. I mean, obviously. you know, who knows? They're, they're very flimsy, <laughs> very flimsy with the time. Well, that was quite a big error, they should have noticed. But yeah, they you just, that's quite a touching scene where it's the first time they touch in that episode where they just hold hands by the graveyard. Yeah, but don't worry, they're boffing again before you know it. <laughs> so we're now back in Scotland. Yay! And it is it just gets so much better, doesn't it, as soon as it rises back in it does. Scotland. I have to say that the first half of season two was just like turgidly boring for me. <laughs> and and then and I and I'm now up to date. Believe it or not, folks, I am up to date on Outlander as far as season three. Oh and, and you're then, liking it as well. She's really liking it. She's really annoyed. Maureen, just just stop me. <laughs> I cannot bear to admit that I'm actually enjoying it. I just don't know where to begin by saying I'm looking forward to the next episode. I mean, who am I? And what has this show done to me? I'm so sorry. I know, Maureen. I blame you. God damn it. I know, maybe laugh when I it's got just, I mean, like, it goes against every single part of my personality to be enjoying it. But season three is great. Oh, it's, it's really good. It's fantastic. I mean, but I think there's a bit of me that's enjoying it just because I've been brainwashed. <laughs> I don't think you can invest this many hours in a show and not start... You either lose your mind or you go, oh, fine, I'll start enjoying it. Well, anyway, we're not on to season three We're yet. not we're on to season three. We're yet. on season eight, The Fox's Lair. So we're back in Scotland. And episode eight, season two. There's new opening titles, which you won't have noticed. Um, well, no, because I skipped through them. <laughs> Sing me a song. There's actually uh, a lot of plot. There's new characters, the return of some old ones. Claire's being resourceful and James is being sexy, sensitive and manly, but you probably haven't noticed that. I didn't notice that. I know. So... I did, look, I did, look, before you go on, it's not that I don't notice that Jamie is sexy and manly and, and all of that, but there's a bit of me that just goes, this man doesn't exist. That's all I keep thinking. No, no man or woman is that. Like, no, I know. But, you, you know, but it's, 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 a, it's a TV series. I know, I know. It's, it's like, I know. It's like, I know. It's like Superman being able to fly, isn't it? Well, I, I do. Know. Sometimes I'm like, don't watch Superman. If, right. if, if, you don't, if you don't want anyone to notice you, why are you in blue and red lycra? Just... <laughs> The underpants and if, on the and outside. And also, if you if you're a guy that if you can be invisible, then and you don't want people to see, just be invisible all of the time. Okay, right. Let's get back. Um, Claire and Jamie have now returned to Lallybroch, and we kind of see what their lives would have been like. Boring. If, if nothing ever happened. To just them. like growing potatoes and feeding chickens. They would have been we, happy. Maureen always says, "Oh, this bit is just you know." Like the, like the whole idea that this bit is just like the perfect kind of life to be leading. Which is not a life I'd want myself, but it, oh, they would have been I was going to say, <laughs> could you imagine you, Maureen, all days like feeding chickens and, 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 and changing the head of the Jamie and... be a nightmare. Well, that bit is probably quite appealing. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you've got that bit where he picks her up and he's, I mean, he'd have a hard job doing that to me, but, you know, he picks her up. Well, no, I mean, he's pretty fit. He is pretty he'd fit. He'd probably pick you up, put you down, and then never pick you back up again. <laughs> I've done it once. <laughs> uh, that's it. I've made my point. 
And then, of course, this is a bit which I, I don't know whether she, uh, Jen appreciated, where you see no. him um, cradling naked. The, the baby. No, no, the naked bit. Oh, his nephew. Cradling the ba- niece. Oh, oh, no, it's nephew. You're right. It's nephew. No, it's niece. It's Maggie. He's cradling the baby in his arms and he's singing a Gallic prayer. Yeah, and, of course, Claire just happens, happens to, to be, be there, li- happens to be awake and... Because, of course, she can't sleep unless he's in bed with her. And so she wakes I, up. I where, appreciate that. Where is he, she thinks. And she oh, wanders that's... over to the balcony and sees the perfect man holding another per- another person's baby as if it was his own and speaking in Gallic to him like... Uh, uh. Um, okay, I had a different sensation from Jen. And I thought it was very touching. Because then you get you feel the sense of loss that these both these people have had, that losing faith. You know, they don't have a child and how much it means to them. Oh, I didn't make that connection. Oh, okay, okay. Well, well anyway, it's a very, it's a very nice. It is scene. very moving, and any other normal human with a heartbeat <laughs> would, 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 would feel something. And it's also, <laughs> yeah, that is true. And it's also more poignant because you know that you know in the future Claire will have a child, and Jamie won't be there to, to you know. Yes, we do know that because be we've already met it. her. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I know. So. Um, but then now we see like, but also I think in this series we see that Jamie's grown up and now he's a leader of men and he's more, he's more, um, he's not as impetuous as he was. So he finds out that this is all, this idol is broken because he finds out the Bonnie Prince Charlie's forced his signature on a, a declaration saying that he's the king. So now technically he's a, tra- he's a traitor mm. and the soldiers will be after him. So he's got to go, he's decides he's going to fight for uh, Bonnie Prince Charlie. Well, he doesn't and, have any choice, really. Yeah, and try and but get them to win this time. And this time, like, so whatever whatever they did uh, yeah. in terms of history, that they would he would try and make sure they did something else. So, so they could win. So that they could win. So if, if they change history in, in one way, it might mean that they don't all get massacred at, at uh, Culloden. But anyway. And in, in order to, like, kind of prove his worth with the prince, this is where you see he's grown up, because he's going to take his put his pride aside, and James is a very proud man. He's going to ask his grandfather, Lord Lovett, who was a real character, and he was absolutely... Re- oh, he's appalling. He was an appalling historical that's figure. that's what happens to him. We don't see him again. No, he, he got in real life, he got executed. He was the last man to get beheaded in Britain. Oh, God. As a traitor. But he deserved it. He, he, you know. Anyway, he was a horrible character in real life. But Clive Russell, who plays him, is fantastic, because it's a really great part. And he goes, I'm going to uh, go and see my grandfather and see if we can get uh, some... Uh, Fraser clansman on board and then we find out that basically uh, Jamie's father was a bastard oh yeah and his mother and his grandmother was a kitchen maid and Jamie feels because he would did that a lot though didn't he he used to get, yes. he used to get the servants up the duff and well he like one just of the, the wives just one the of women, the wives obviously. he raped he raped her yeah. so she had to marry him that's, that's the real character the real person so but, um, th- to be fair the impression I got was that she was raped Oh no no no! I'm talking about in reality. I know in reality. Oh, oh. I know that he did that in real life. What I'm saying. Oh, is with the kitchen maid, probably. When he was talking about how he got her pregnant and da da da, it didn't sound like she. It was because the love of his life. No, yeah, it, probably it wasn't. sounded like he was. She was raped. So of course, in those days, that was a big deal. And so Jamie apologises to Claire and goes, "I should have told you, my father was a bastard." She oh, so I could give less of a shit, love. That's basically what she said. Perhaps without the word shit, and then he lifts her up, heart you know, and but also, which is, but also, like Claire is very much a woman of the twenty first century. Yes, that is true. Where like all of Things her like views and her know. opinions are not a woman from the forties; they're a woman from the from now. Like even when she goes back, in, yeah, she's any, quite modern. She's, she's very super modern. modern. So she's like, oh, bastards don't mean anything. But actually, in the nineteen forties, if you were a bastard, it did. It was yeah. still a big deal. Like but having think, a child out of wedlock up until quite recently is. Was yeah, was a but big I deal. think I mean at that stage in the relationship, it's not gonna it, it's not gonna bother her. But also, Claire is literally—he's about to have sex with her, so she's not. 
around you. No, no, she's not going to interrupt that. that, that. <laughs> so that we, trajectory. <laughs> so we get to meet Lord Lovett, who um, is a bastard, basically. He's a real horrible... But he's individual. a bastard, but he's not a bastard. Yeah, he's, he's a, just a bastard. He's just a bastard. Oh, my God, somebody's rang my doorbell. Very unusual. We need what? To stop. What? Unless you want to go on by yourself, Jen. No, Maureen, I, I can't do this on my own. Oh, God, this has never happened before. This is quite uh, unusual. What do I do? Do I keep talking? Oh, no, she's coming back. Some sort of delivery. Well, I hope you're having a lovely time, whatever you're doing. Um, washing up? No? Hmm. Maybe you're in the car. Or uh, perhaps you're commuting somewhere. Well, this has been fun, hasn't it? I could have just paused this, if I'm honest, and then uh, just started up again when Maureen came back. But, uh, yeah. Oh, she's back. Maureen? Yeah. I'm very just with very nimbly and with a great deal of uh, yeah. finesse have been filling in whilst you were away. I don't think anyone no noticed. <laughs> what did you say? Uh, I I don't remember, but I think maybe we should <laughs> shouldn't include it in the final uh, in the final edit. So where were we? So basically, he goes to see his grandfather and he wants to. Um, get him on board and get some soldiers oh right okay so so she, he wants to get soldiers off this guy so this guy is such a conniving two-faced sod that he what he does is he goes he says no originally doesn't well he, he goes he'll if he, he gives him lallybroch he'll he'll give him the soldiers oh yeah this the whole point is that love it wants Lallybroch and he will do anything to get hold of Lallybroch and Jamie's like well forget about it because it's my father no, but he's, he's willing to do that and Claire's going you don't want to give Lallybroch to your and also you've got to remember uh, two other people turn up here which is Colm oh yeah and our favourite Leary Larry Lowry Leary, Leary Joan oh Joan turns <laughs> up oh god I forgot about her who's apparently you know completely changed her personality and is now a Christian God fearing woman who wants forgiveness Oh, God. I mean, this feels like decades ago. Okay. What are we dealing with first? Love it or the or Joan? Let's let's deal with Joan. What do you think? What's your... What would you take about Joan? Are we dealing with Joan now? But All right, okay, talk, okay. Let's deal with Love it. All right. Then, love so, it. because we talked oh, about him. Okay, Love it, right. So, when he... Jamie goes, no. He also then says, if you don't give me what I want, I'll, I'll gang rape... I'll have Claire gang raped. Oh, yeah, that's it. Oh, my God. He's so unpleasant. And then, I can't remember what happens, but it's... Well, Jamie, well, Jamie, this is when you see Jamie's grown up, because before he probably would have just punched him in the face. But uh, he then, he knows that his grandfather being a Highlander is very superstitious. Oh, he tells her about her being a white witch. witch. White witch, and that, you know, he'll, she'll basically um, destroy his balls, I think is, is the implication. Yeah, yeah. And he throws something in the fire, and it was all very, and, and, and that does make the love it What does he twice. do in the fire? I think he puts alcohol in it. I think it's like he picks something up, because he throws something in the fire, doesn't it? And it'll just go... And it goes... Whoa. Yeah, it's almost like he put some... Yeah, it might be alcohol or something, I don't yeah. know. But yeah. um, that's when you see Jamie's actually grown up because he just knows how to get round his grandfather. Because that, that does make his grandfather... Because uh, what, what he wants from Jamie is a rise. He wants Jamie to go, right, I'm going to yeah, yeah, yeah. cut your neck off. And Jamie would have done in yeah. season one, he would have done that. So uh, so you've got the situation that obviously this is Highland politics, so it's a very man's world. Claire's got to keep quiet, quiet which is very difficult Claire, to stop talking! <laughs> And the whole time, one thing I will say about uh, Ketch, what's her name, Katrina? Katrina Bell. Katrina Bell. Is that she does do moody well. <laughs> she does stroppy, moody, pissed off, like just really and well. And Jen's an expert in all three, so I'm, I'm, that's well, quite I mean, a compliment. That's my permanent <laughs> state, isn't it? Oh, Jen looks a bit stroppy, stroke, pissed off. No, straight. that's her upbeat. No, that's, I'm in a good mood. What are you saying? 
And also we see Colm. Colm has been the massive manipulator. He's He gets okay. Jamie to admit that the French... Let's remind people who Colm is. So Colm is the guy... the head of the Mackenzie clan. He's the head of the Mackenzie clan. Uh, and uh, so he is Jamie's uncle and he's the one that has the funny legs. Yes. And he's there and he doesn't want the Jacobite rising to take place. And he gets during this... Well, well, massive... he's, he's very clever because he's like, if we get involved with this... Then we're all dead. Yeah, yeah. He's he, he's a very clever man, and he, he's a very pragmatic man. Yeah, and he, he so what he does at the dinner, he gets Jamie to kind of admit, you know, against Jamie's will, really, that you know the French aren't going to come to support. So that, that makes people because they wanted obviously French support uh, to help with the fight. So he, he's helping. To, he's able as he's getting Jamie actually to give out arguments for why they shouldn't really support the Jacobites. So anyway, so he has said, Colm has said, under no circumstances are, are any of the Mackenzie clan or any of his or men going to be involved in the Jacobite And he wants rising. to do a kind of do a contract and with so Lovett. He, yeah, so he wants Lovett to agree to this. Uh, and Lovett does. He signs something that says, I'm not going to get involved with this Jacobite rising. But... Because Lovett is two-faced. He's very. <laughs> he gets his son to go and support Jamie. So then if, so if, if Charles wins, he can say... Oh look, my son and, and the troops were there. And if Charles doesn't win, he could say, "No, no, well, I didn't." I never signed it. Yeah. But before that, before that, um, Claire makes him worried again because Claire. Who the hell was that? I think it might be something on your computer. No, that came from over there. Oh, my, my computer doesn't make noises like that. Okay, well, Claire does a witch thing, doesn't she? She she makes out that she's got a vision. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that vision again? I mean, I I remember this, but the vision I don't... that she saw him being executed. Oh, that she... because he is. Well, he is, but she, I don't think that was Claire's vision. But yeah, she was just making... No, because the other woman had the vision. Marcely had that vision. That he was going to be executed. And he is executed. He is executed. But not obviously, we don't know that. We don't know that. But anyway, so she says, I see that you are going to be executed. And he, he's so superstitious. He believes her. Well, that's why, I think that's one of the reasons why he sends his son, just to be on the... Just to be on the safe side. And so Claire... But and also, let's not forget, his son is the one that says, I, I'm i going to go on the side of the Jacobites. And yes. so you... And he he makes a stand against his father and goes, right, I think we should fight and for the cause of Scotland. And Claire's been behind that because she's because she, he fancies Larry and Larry's, she, Claire got Larry to give him a bit of a encouragement. Hand job. Oh. No, not a hand job. A bit of encouragement. No, but she does try to give him a hand job. I think she tries to... Yeah, well, no, he's very he's very poetical. Yeah, it doesn't really work. Yeah. Oh, I see why you mean we needed to talk about Joan. Yeah. We needed to talk about her because now it doesn't make sense. No, but... Oh, sorry, too late now. It's too late now. We're 26 minutes in and we haven't bloody finished. Uh, well, almost, almost, because then what happens is uh, Claire goes to uh, Jamie, go and say uh, thank you to Joan because she she kind of helped out. Joan is like Larry, Lurie, Lowry. Just in case... Can't be, can't be bothered neither of us know how to pronounce it. I just be called Mari. It would be a lot easier. But anyway, um, so Jamie goes, thank you. I don't know what I'm thanking you for, but thank you because he's livid with her, obviously, because he, he tried to get Claire burnt as a witch. And then we, we think up to them that Leary's had a complete change of heart. And as he walks off, she goes, you realise that she's still... She's in, still in love with Jamie. And she still wants him. But also, we, we need to point out that she goes and begs Claire's forgiveness. And Claire's just like, no. Yeah, but then she gets her to do something for her, doesn't she? Yeah, she, yeah then she gets Leary to do something for her. And then she says to Jamie that he needs to go over to her and say, uh, everything's okay. Yeah. And then we see that, after all that, she's still in love with Jamie. She's still a manipulative... Mad old cow. And so, um, on that note, uh, Jamie and Claire and all the troops go Head on. off. Head off. Into the Highlands of Scotland. Well, they are in the Highlands of Scotland, but they're oh, heading yeah, off. they already are, sorry. <laughs> they're heading off to meet Prince Charles. Bonnie Prince Charlie. Bonnie Prince Charlie. Where are they going again? Uh, no. They're going somewhere near Creef, I think, is it? They're going? 
I always think they're going to Aberdeen. <laughs> Whenever they go anywhere, I think, oh, they're going to Why Aberdeen. Aberdeen. I don't know. It's the only place I know in that part of Scotland. Really? It's nowhere near where they are. No, it's, it's on, the on the other East side. Coast. Yeah. I mean, they're on the west. <laughs> well, I just think, oh, they're probably going they're to Aberdeen. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, 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 I know. They're not. I think they're going to creep. I think they're going to creep. I don't even know what any of these places are or what it means. It's where you and uh, the actor comes from. You and what's his name? Oh, right. Well, that, oh, that's much clearer now that I know that's <laughs> where that actor comes from. So anyway, that's it. So what do you think? What do you think? We also we... meet all the other... the the. So we see um all the people... Yeah, the... that's next week. Oh, no, we haven't met them yet. <laughs> uh, what did I think of this? I'm, I was still kind of like... Oh, it's getting better, but I wasn't like, oh, I'm really enjoying it. I was at that point, at this point in the uh, watching Outlander, I was like, oh, it's better, but uh, it's not as good as Morning Keeps wanging on about. But it does. It is getting better. It does. And then Clive so Ruffle is great. So once it starts to get to episode nine and ten, then I'm yeah. like, in fact, the end of episode nine, heading towards episode ten, then I'm like, I'm in. We're back. I'm feet first. Okay, so. Uh, is that it? That's it, I think. Oh, we finished it? Yeah. Is that Yay! the end of this podcast? Dear God, will we get this out? Will this go ever home. go out live? Save it, save it now. Go out live. <laughs> if it was to go out live, that would mean it's happening now. We just, oh, f- we forgot to stream it, Maureen! Oh, no, we All won't right, get then. this out. Okay, we're just going a bit gaga because we need to save it. Okay, uh, so it's goodbye for me. Oh, and it's goodbye for me. Okay, bye. Bye. Oh, Maureen, I hope we get this out of there. <laughs>